Welcome to another edition of Up Next with Lily and Tim. Today we're talking about mental health and the state of play uh, in Australia in particular. Um, We all face the highs and lows in our lives. I'm doing well at school and sport and in our family life and we have some, you know, in careers, we have some certainly some highs and they trigger emotional highs. But at some stage we face, you know, low times or dark times in our lives as well. Uh, Lil, have you had any of those? Luckily, I haven't had too many yet, but when you do, it can be, it can put you in a really bad place and can be really hard to go through. And um, hopefully, you know, as they say, the darkest hour comes right before the dawn. So hopefully, you know, especially at, at 12, you haven't had too many. But I guess, you know, it happens to everybody. Everybody has their dark moments and, and um, even obviously kids and everybody, basically, adults, you know, older people, everybody has their dark times. But have you had any, have you been, been able to sort of get through them pretty quickly? Yeah, if I'm sad, I try and like watch something happy or just, yeah, try and have like a positive outlook or think of things I'm grateful for or something, trying to make myself put bad, back in a better mood, so... And look, given the current global pandemic of COVID-19, now recent studies have shown there's been an increase in stress, anxiety and depression across this time. And in fact, you know, some Australian universities, I think in this past week, have revealed that one in five people have been experiencing clinically irrelevant depression, with factors being cited, you know, from reasons such as unemployment, worsening economy, social distancing restrictions. And then news reports haven't been like great either, have they? It's all been a case of uh, looking at all the ills of the world in the current climate. Well, today we've got a very special guest guest with us, uh, Gus Warland, the founder of Gotcha for Life, a not-for-profit foundation that aims at helping reverse the tide of declining mental health and reducing the suicide rates throughout Australia. Welcome, Gus. Oh, thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me. Hi, Gus. So what prom- prompted you to start Gotcha for Life? I did a TV program on the ABC called Man Up just over three and a half years ago and off the back of that, Lily, I just found that I had so many people coming up to me on the street and saying I loved it, I loved the fact that we were challenging masculinity, we were challenging what it took to be a man and I had a wonderful opportunity talking to so many men every morning on the breakfast show on Triple M, which I did for over 10 years. I thought, well, let's start a foundation, let's keep the conversation going, we're losing Way too many people to suicide every day. It's the number one way to die if you're a young Australian male, and it's just it's just unacceptable. So what do we need to do? We need to change what it takes to be a man. The rules of what it took to be a man have changed over the years, um, but the stereotype hasn't. So it's time for us to look at the stereotype, change it, and make men realise it's okay not to be okay. And unfortunately, Gus, I mean, you lost a very close friend as a result. That was the trigger for, for you to really start the foundation? Yeah, that was, Tim. The, the, the trigger was my friend, Angus, who took his own life. Um, it's hard to talk about it, to be honest with you, still all these years on. It's been over 10 years now, but that was a trigger for me to do the Man Up program because Angus seemed to be the type of guy that had the answers to everything. He had, down on paper, he seemed to be happily married, three children, job, living in a nice area, president of a local surf club, just seemed to tip all the boxes, seemed to be very popular looking, all those types of things, um, but deep down he was, he was deeply unhappy and what made me so sad was the fact that there was 1,200 of us at his funeral and not one of us ever got the inkling that there was a problem and he couldn't feel it within himself to ask any of us for help because we would have dropped everything to help him, um, just like he dropped everything to help us over the years. He was the new go-to man who seemed to have all the answers to all the questions and problems we, we were all going through but he out to us, so I knew that something was wrong, and then I started investigating and realised, you 
all those stuff I just mentioned the other day, and I'm like, well, we're going to do something different. So it's all about re-asserting the rules around what it takes to be a man, and that is going to be difficult because we have generations after generations of men that have learned what it takes to be a man, and it's very traditional, and it's very build your emotions, keep them down under, don't be the winger, don't let people know how you truly feel. Put on a mask, put on the armour and just get on with it. And uh, we now know from those stats that that's not working, so we have to do something different. Yeah, look, I, I, I sort of can share that unfortunate um, situation with you, Gus. I lost a good mate at, at, at 29, and it was a case of, you know, it was fairly distressing sort of uh, family issues that caused him to take his own life, and, and exactly the same thing, mate. It was a case of he didn't talk to anybody about it. Um, unfortunately, I, I've always, I'll always remember to this day, I was at the movies with my wife when there was a call coming through, and he was, he wasn't saying, he was kind of saying goodbye, but he wasn't saying goodbye, you know, to, to his friends. And, it was it was brutal, and it was yeah exactly. I, I just when I started putting this idea for this program together and talking to you, I, I re, re sort of hashed all that yesterday. And you're hundred percent right, mate. It's 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 speaking out, isn't it? It's really getting people to, to speak out, and, and I guess silence is a is, is a real killer in this suicide world. Of course, we grew up with sort of man up, shut up, and what I'm saying now is man up, speak up. It's really it's a very subtle difference, but it's huge, and it's very difficult for most blokes to know how to do it. We've just never been taught it. So blokes like you and I in our 40s and 50s um, have been taught all our lives from um, our fathers and your grandfather, Lily. You know, yeah. they've had a certain way of what it takes to be a man and it's very different today. So it's like an opportunity for the younger people, people like you, Lily, and your boyfriends in, you know, hopefully five, <laughs> six, seven years' time, um, who'll actually be doing the educating of the older blokes. It's, it's going to be the youngsters teaching us what it takes to be a man and what it takes to be a woman today. And that's they're the programs that we support at Gotcha for Life. It's it's sitting in a room, feeling safe, talking open honestly without any judgment, knowing that someone is listening in a safe place. And that's what we need to find within our own community. You need to turn some of your mates into friends. It's just picking one or two of them and saying, you know what, you're special and I want to make sure that you know that I'm going to come to you when things are getting a bit dark. But I can actually guarantee, Lily and, and Tim, mm-hmm. you're going to have darker moments in your life moving forward and you're going to start working on that emotional muscle so you're ready to go for it when uh, when those moments come. Set it up now whilst things are going well. Set up your relationships in a way where you can be open, honest and vulnerable and that conversation with that person could save your life one day. Um, but, yeah, I've heard the daily statistics on suicide in Australia are really frightening. How many people take their lives each day? Six men a day, two women a day, and we have nearly 70,000 wow. people attempt suicide a year. So just think about that number. Every single day, six men and two women, and then there's 70,000 in the year that are attempting suicide. So it's horrifying. Those numbers are extremely frightening, and those numbers haven't been coming down even though there's lots of people out there trying to do their best. So um, those numbers are horrific. Um, I just can't sit back and watch it. I just need to get out there and do my best to get into the preventative field and say, you know what, enough is enough. Um, Those numbers are horrific and we need to get that number down close to zero. God love you, Gus. God love you for that sort of mentality. Up, hundred percent, mate. I mean, obviously, you know, through the through the foundation, do you think do you think the stigma's been eased a little bit? You know, as far as the, the, the sort of you know the old put up and shut up sort of mentality. I was talking about my mum about it yesterday, and she sort of said, you know, it was like stiff upper lip, you know, for your grandfather, and off they went. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and, and your mum's absolutely right. And that's all they knew. But we know so much more information now, so we can change the way that we actually feel. But 
I definitely think, Tim, there's an awareness is no problem. The youngsters understand it. My son, who's 20, my two daughters, 18 and 17, they understand it. They get it. They can talk about it. Um, so awareness, tick, big tick, tick the box. But action that goes with the awareness, that's where we're still struggling because we actually don't have the emotional muscle to actually have the proper conversation to build the relationship away from banter and actually turn it into something which is a little bit more solid. Um, so that's what we're working on. And we will get there. There's no doubt about it, but we have to be patient. We need to get programs that I support and other programs out there into every school, into every club, into every sporting club, into everything, and let people know it's okay not to be okay, and this is why. Give them that hour and a half education, and something might just sink and go, you know what, I'm not going to worry alone. You know, if I don't worry alone, then I'm going to share my problems with someone. If you share your problems with someone, then it's a problem halved, and all of a sudden you're on the road to recovery because you're not worrying it alone. Um, that's the type of stuff we need to get into into young kids and families, and we need to change you and me, Tim, and the way that we look at things yep. and, and and relearn what it takes to be a man today. Because the old-fashioned uh, man box is um, unfortunately well and truly out of date. Absolutely, Gus. Yeah. Um, so, how do you go about educating kids and adults about dealing with their mental health? I think the most important thing, Lily, is to get to people of your age. Get into into schools just like. programs you're talking about would really help and like make a positive impact on people and I think that's really good um so what do you think a lot of people are scared about talking to people about their dark days yeah I think people get embarrassed Lily I think people get worried um that people will think that they are a bit weird or they're not very strong or if I show vulnerability with my friends then they might think that I'm someone who's not cool to hang around with or I'm not someone worthy of hanging around with so we put on this facade we put on this act to make out that everything's cool and we try to be the smart ass we try to be the funny one we try to be the sexy one we try to be the good looking <laughs> one we try to have more people following you on instagram and twitter and all the socials and tiktok and all that sort of stuff yeah. and it's just that stuff's all good you know that's fine but you've got to have at some stage someone you can talk to where you're totally yeah. real and you've taken off the mask and you've taken off the armour. That's the most important thing. That's what I keep talking about. People get embarrassed about showing vulnerability. They get 
upset about opening themselves up to people in a negative way, well, that's okay. I mean, your dad would tell you, um, Lily, that there's times where him and your mum would have really important adult conversations and it might be really difficult, might be really vulnerable. You might be sitting there and they're crying or they don't quite have the words to talk about how they feel, but they get through it and that will make them stronger because of that, you know? So you've got to understand that not everything has got to be cool all the time. It's all right at the right times to say, you know what, I'm having a bit of a dark day. Um, you've just got to have confidence that if you pick the right person, then they're going to love you no matter what. Yeah. You're 100% right, Gus. And, and you may look at when you and I had a chat the other day, you made a really interesting point. I, I think with the, the whole COVID 19 kicking in, obviously a lot of people on Zoom and that sort of stuff. But you, you said that, you know, it, besides your workshops, people felt comfortable tapping in online. So they, they felt, I guess, they're in their own environment. They could tap in, they could get in and out of the, the conversation when they needed to and do that sort of thing. I guess that, that sort of opened up a whole new avenue for, for Gotcha for Life as well, doesn't it? The online presence of people being able to chat and, and get their emotions and their feelings and their, their dark thoughts out in the open. Exactly, Tim. We thought that it was going to be a disaster for us, you know, like we won't be able to meet up in surf clubs and sports clubs and schools. Well, like you said, it's uh, opened up a whole new avenue of people that never would have turned up to a workshop, but they're very happy to do it in the comfort of their own home. So that's just been given us, and the technology's there too, and the technology's got to work. You can't have a workshop and then the wireless drops out, then all of a sudden you lose that passion, you lose that connection. But if everything works um, technology-wise, we've found that we've actually grown our database of young people that want to be in contact and want to be open, honest and vulnerable. So it's been fantastic. And, you know, if you do have a struggle face to face, then, you know, text, email, let people know in other ways, but please don't worry alone. That's the most important thing. If you don't worry alone, just think about that term for a moment. Don't worry alone. That means you have to tell someone what you're going through and that'll start the conversation, which might save your life. Yeah, so awesome, I, saw, I also saw on television when Aussie cricketer Steve Smith described mental health as blowing into balloon where you blow and blow until it bursts. What do you think about that statement? Yeah, I, I love that when Steve came up with it because we've done about 40-odd schools and he's amazing. He's been so open, honest and vulnerable. It's incredible and in mm-hmm. front of complete strangers, sometimes over a 1,000 kids at a time. But what he means by that, Lily, is... You know, it's an easy one to understand because you can just visualise it. You know, everyone's blown up a balloon before and it takes, you know, what, 10 puffs or so and all of a sudden it's at the right sort of at the right sort of thing to be able to, you know, tie it off and away you go. Well, if you blow it two or three more times, you'll probably burst it. And that's what he's talking about. Like, if every time you've got a problem that you bury it, it's another blow into the balloon. And eventually yeah. if you keep borrowing, uh, keep sort of putting your emotions down and... and borrow them into the bottom of your guts, eventually there's going to be some sort of rumble or burst. So, you know, he's just saying in a, in a way that you can easily understand, don't bottle your feelings up. Get them out there. Let someone know how you feel because a lot of the time when you actually do actually verbalise what you think is a massive problem, it ends up being not as big a problem as you think. Um, and certainly every time I've had a problem in my life, when I've had the guts to actually own up or put my hand up and say how oh, I've made a mistake, you know, people will generally be kind and understanding. You might have to put your hand up and say you've made a mistake, but that's a lot easier than, than just having those emotions build up and, and not have an avenue to be able to um, release them. 
Is that the secret? Do you think, Gus, is, is surrounding yourself with 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 people that you can, you can talk to? Obviously, your family, you know, your friends, that sort of stuff. Is that the secret? And I guess that's why we we kept it quiet for so long. We didn't want to look at our you know our family, look at us, you know, th- thinking thinking down or something like that, which, which is absolute rubbish anyway, isn't it? Because they were all, always there for support. Do you think that's the, the key? Is getting surrounding yourself with the good people and the people that really care about you and want to help? Yeah, exactly. People that may be there through the good and the bad. That's the most important. And people talk about family, but sometimes family aren't the right people. Sometimes it's your best mate at school or your best mate at university or the best person from down the road. Just someone you've got a connection with where you feel you can be open, honest and vulnerable. That's the key. Picking someone who is your gotcha for life mate. That's why we call the foundation gotcha for life. Someone who's there for life. And they will not judge you. They will love you no matter what. And it doesn't mean that they're going to sit there and just agree with you. They might go, mate, what are you doing? Da, 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 da. <laughs> but I'm here for you. Thank you for sharing it. Well, let's, let's, let's tackle this together. It's all about having someone who's in your corner. And if you have more than one, then fantastic. But, you know, most blokes are very lonely by the time they get to 40-odd. Um, and they don't have a lot of mates. So we need to hold on to the ones we've got and make them a little bit deeper a bit, and treasure them even more. Get away from banter with at least a few of them and get a really good, strong relationship. That could save you one day when you're going through a dark spot. Absolutely, mate. And, and look, do you think, um, with your sort of, I guess, with the foundation, you've, you've got guys like, you know, James Tedesco on board, Jake Trevojevic, Steve Smith. Do you think, you know, well, you and I are both, you know, sports fanatics and things. Do you think that that's a, a real sort of appeal to the average Aussie that, you know, these guys, you know, express their dark days as well? I mean, we all know what's, what Steve's been through in the, in the last sort of year and, and, and owning up to it, I guess. And then, and then as far as, you know, fronting up and talking to people about it, I guess we can really relate if we think it's not just us, it's, it's these, you know, sporting superstars, it's everybody that Gets, has their dark days. Yeah, exactly. Sport is one thing that comes easily, as you know, as you just said, we're both fanatics, love it all. And it was easy for me because I was living in that world. You know, I had these connections, they're my friends. So it was easy to talk to them about my passion and they went, look, anything I can do to help. The other day, um, I did something on Channel 9 with Steve Smith and Blake Ferguson from Parramatta Reels sent me a note on Instagram saying, brother, I'm in. What do you need me to do? I want to help out. It's awesome. It's brilliant how the media can help you build these connections. And I know these guys anyway. And sometimes it's difficult to ask your friends who are famous for, for, for help. Um, but these guys jumped on it straight away. Steve had two days off after the Ashes. And he rang me and said, right, let's do two schools. Let's go. I've got two days off. And I'm like, don't you want to rest? He said, come on, let's go. That's I'm awesome. Like, oh, mate, you're all in. I absolutely love it. So um, sport is integral part of Australian society so it's great to have sportsmen and women doing wonderful stuff with me at Gotcha for Life but we are going to um, spread out across all um, areas of, of Australian life over the next year or so we'll be some other really wonderful ambassadors in all other different industries as well because I think it's important to make sure that we cover everyone off because not everyone is totally into sport but uh, yeah it's certainly been a good start with the connections and the network that I have and that's what we're going to ask you just to, f- to finish up with you Gus it was going to ask you talking about obviously the next moves for Gotcha for, gotcha for Life Foundation as far as you know uh, young girls you know women everybody I mean everybody is touched by by you know depression and anxiety and, 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 and mental mental um, uh, health at, at some point in their lives I, I guess is that the next sort of stage where, where you're sort of headed where we can um, cover every yes. base I guess in Australian society yeah, we've got Tomorrow Woman started about nine months ago. It started off at Freshwater Campus where my daughter was. We put a, took a trial into that and it just went off beautifully. So we now have Tomorrow Woman. We have The Gathering, which is uh, the ladies' night. So that's up and running now. Um, it's just giving it scale, Tim and Lily. You know, we want to have bigger, 
more facilitators, more schools with the program, just making it bigger and bigger so we're touching more and more Aussies and letting them know that it's okay not to be okay and here's some skills to be able to get through life. Uh, that's the most important thing. That's what I'll be doing for the rest of my working life, um, making sure that Gotcha for Life is getting bigger and stronger all the time. We've come through a very difficult time in the last few months. Um, our fundraising has been absolutely smashed, um, but we'll survive. We'll get on with it and we will fire up and we will just be there for as long as we possibly can be. I'm getting a little bit of support from the government now. I had a lovely meeting in there at Parliament House today with, with, a, with a commissioner and, um, and a minister who are just right behind Gotcha for Life because we're simple to understand what we're doing and we're in the preventing um, suicide area, which is where everyone should be starting to think rather than um, down the funnel, closer to suicide, we should be preventing those type of feelings, building mental fitness, and that's what we're all about. Mate, you know, you, you've become a national treasure in my eyes anyway of what you're trying to do for, to help help the average person out in, in Australia, and it's such an important role you're playing. So, look, thanks. Thanks on behalf of the both of us. Um, for your time today, I know I know you've been churning out a lot of interviews this week with with Mental Health Week. Um, there was a thought I read the other day, which I, we'll leave us all with. It said um, it was a thought from former All Blacks rugby head coach Steve Hansen, who and he said, uh, "Asking for help help is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. It's better to say yeah. I can do this, but I could do with some help." And that's pretty much sounds what you guys are are out there trying to do, Gus. So listen, yeah. thanks heaps for your time today, mate, and um, thank you. Keep up the great work and. Uh, We'll keep championing the cause from here. Of course. Thank you, Lily. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate your time. And, uh, you know, Tim, anytime, mate. Love you, brother. Thanks a lot, mate. Thanks for your help and, and good on you. You're a, you're a champion. See you later, guys. See bye you, bye. Gus. Bye, mate. Bye. Now, if you want to, to learn more about gotchaforlife.org, check out their website. And if you also need support, also please reach out to Lifeline on 131 double one four or beyond blue at one three hundred two two four six three six but as i say lil gotcha for life you know yeah. and what gus is doing is pretty amazing for everybody in australia yeah it really makes an impact and it's really special we really need people like him to help others out and yeah really make an imprint on our society well onward and upwards from here but yeah. and anybody has ever has any um down and dark days please reach out talk to your family if you can talk to your friends that's so important or reach out to those yeah. numbers we, we we just gave you on the on, on the um podcast as well and uh onward and upward everybody yeah thanks very much everybody Thank for listening today thanks very much